What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Breakthrough Society podcast. I'm your host, Irvin, and today we have my good friend, Adrian O'Hare, on the show. Um, Adrian, he's uh, he's he's pretty much been an entrepreneur. His his uh, most of his life, you know, he started a couple businesses doing uh, like meal prep, and then he left there, and he 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 now owns. Him and his family now owns two tropical smoothie cafes um, down in San Antonio, Texas, which is not too far away from me. Um, if you haven't tried tropical smoothie cafes there, it's it's pretty delicious. Um, and it's definitely on the healthier side um, of food. <clears throat> so highly suggest you, you try it out and uh, see, what, see what they're all about if you haven't. But um, Adrian, he's been an entrepreneur most of his life so i know you'll definitely find some value in this um just pay attention to whatever he says throughout the show of what has helped him and his family just get going in this in the restaurant business so it's pretty much what what they're in in that industry so yeah if that's something that you're looking to do is get into the industry in the restaurant industry adrian is some somebody that you definitely want to take info from so with that being said guys let's get to it Right, guys so before we get into this episode with my dude Adrian if you find value in this episode which I know you will especially if you're in the industry uh, restaurant industry or you're looking to get into the restaurant industry uh, make sure to share it out with your friends family man anybody you know that will benefit from it um, also make sure to repost this or share share it on your on your story or you repost it fuck it um, tag us tag me tag Adrian uh, we'll re- reshare you let us know what you think of the episode. Um, last but not least, go over to Facebook and Instagram, type in Breakthrough Society, uh, like and follow our pages. And with that being said, guys, let's get into the show. We opened like a, we opened at nine, and um, I was like, bro, my days are all confused because we've been so busy lately. And I was like, well, I'll just schedule the next open availability. And I don't know why I thought it was for next week. And I was like, okay, I'll just schedule myself to where. I'll come in later, so I don't have to worry about worry about anything. And then when I got the reminder last night, I was like, "Oh dang!" I was like, "I'll make it happen. Like I'll just make it happen. I'll just do it from from there before we yeah. open." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So, so I mean, these these usually run like thirty to forty five minutes or so. So I mean, we'll we'll cut off like before nine and stuff. You know. That'll so work. we'll yeah we'll still be be between that the time frame that I cut out. Um, I don't have anything script like written down or anything except a last can't question, but at the very end, um, gotcha. everything else is just pretty much free flow, and you know we'll see, you know how it kind of just goes. Yeah, <laughs> work. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> okay, yeah. So it's just, it's already recording, but I just I'll just cut it off to the point where we where we begin and stuff. Yeah, that'd gotcha. be cool. Adrian, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Break Society. Doing well, doing well, brother. Doing good. Uh, no complaints. You know, just, just working through whatever we got to work through. Yeah, I know yeah. you know how it is. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So, just tell the audience a little bit about yourself, man. What do you do? So, um, I'm basically right now at this point, I'm a restaurant entrepreneur. Um, 
we've opened, opened a few restaurants um, here in San Antonio, Texas. Right now we have uh, two tropical smoothie cafes open. In the past, um, I was in, I was basically in the same industry, uh, restaurants. Um, was a previous owner in a in a business that was more towards um, like it's like health and wellness. Um, so we did a we had a meal prep uh, place. It was a meal prep juice bar and smoothie bar. Um, you know, that was about three years ago. We we're open for about five years, and then I exited that business. So probably the past eight years has been mo- mainly focused on uh, restaurants. Um, you know, growing the businesses first from like a startup aspect. Now uh, doing a doing a franchise model, um, and that's that's basically what I've been doing the last the last uh, you know eight to ten years, just trying to grow businesses. So what were you doing prior to that? Like, did were you raised as a kid in the like in the restaurant business, or what were you guys doing before? So um, my parents, well, most of the time my. Uh, my my mother actually she's a business owner so she's been in business and um, so I saw that aspect of it and before that before you know I, I ventured off onto my own I actually was helping grow her business so she's a she's a counselor by trade so she basically did uh, counseling um, for individuals and she she uh, grew that into um, an individual practice to where she was on her own and she maintained contracts and uh, and whatnot um, with with the uh, um, with the the city that we were in at the at the time, and she developed contracts and relationships, and she grew that business into uh, a coaching and development business, uh, to where we had a facility, which was um, for her it was a, it was a it was a big facility. There was there was six offices, um, once two small conference rooms, and one large conference room where we held uh, uh, courses and classes. Um, that helped develop people, and so I helped grow that business for her, and I and I taught some of the courses that she she offered at that location, and so from there, just seeing that she had the freedoms um, to not have to actually be tied down to a to a company or tied down to uh, any one particular individual, where she she's able to have freedom. So she wanted to, you know, uh, hang out with. She did this a lot, so she would hang out with my kids. She'd say, yeah, I'll just take care of the kids whenever you want, but she's still generating income. She, she still had income coming in. She really didn't have to be in the office. Um, so I kind of took that mentality like, well, I want to do more of that. Um, and so from there, I just thought like it'd be a good idea to, to start venturing out on my own. Um, me, myself, I've always had like a little uh, a niche for business. So from when I was young, uh, I always had like either like a side business or a side hustle, um, just try and get whatever extra money I could. Um, even when I, I can remember being maybe six, seven years old and um, just going with my dad to his to his work, one of the jobs he had, and I would try and pawn that into a side hustle for myself. Um, so one of the things I did from a real young age that I, that I remember is um, he would have me um, he's a he's a technician by trade, so he worked at at the time he had a contract with um, the the border crossing. Um, so we lived on a border we we lived on a border city. So he had a contract to where he'd go in and he'd 
he um, work on their electronics. And so he took me with him to like clean offices and stuff and just like, you know, learn a little bit of the trade. And this was like, maybe I was like between seven and eight years old. Well, when I saw what I saw that um, there was like window washers on on the bridge. And so I was like, man, like, well, if, we, if I can catch the people before they get on the bridge, then I can scoop up some of that money. And I don't know what I was thinking when I was like seven, eight years old. And I, and so what I did is I, I gathered up a few of the kids that that, uh, you know, parents would bring their kids to, to their work because it was a little bit different in Mexico. And so I gathered a few of the kids and I'm like, hey, let's let's do this. We have all the cleaning stuff like let's do it before they get on the bridge. And so people would give us a few bucks here and there. And so at a certain point, I had like three other little kids that were doing it. And then I would just <laughs> go around collecting the money. Uh, so from a young age, you know, and I saw my a lot of my family um, did like flea markets and stuff. Um, so like indoor flea markets and um, stuff like that. And they did that on the weekends for extra money. And I saw them doing that. So I just had a little knack for for business and seeing opportunities where you can make money. Uh, when when eBay came around, I uh, went like years and years ago when eBay came around, I was like, oh, people can make money on the Internet. Like, I want to try this. So I just always done little things here and there to make some extra cash. And um, I always treated it like a business. I didn't treat it like I didn't treat it like uh, like something on the side, even though it was something on the side, anything that I ever pursued, I, I always treated like a business. I put out, you know, Excel sheets. What money have I invested? What money have I put in? What money am I getting back? Where where am I seeing sales? Um, I've always been pretty good with numbers. So, you know, little things like that as I grew older and I started learning more, like the, you know, put in money here, you're gonna see the returns. Um, you know, you wanna get a return on investment. You wanna get the money back that you put in. And of course, down the line, there's been some failures, but just, you know, just trying different, tinkering with it, trying different things and seeing what can help, you know, help that grow. So um, especially like with the meal prep business, it started off as a side hustle and it just grow, it just grew so quickly that I had to eventually quit what I was doing um, because it grew so quickly. And with that particular uh, business that I was in, I was able to save, save up a bunch of money and then develop this business that we're in now. Yeah, dude. So, like, once you get exposed, like, from your parents, right? Like, uh, growing up, you get exposed to this other world over here, right? Like the business world, where you see, like, oh shit, well, I can have all this freedom, you know. But it is gonna take a shit ton of work, but like, I get to have all this freedom, you know, that that you don't see, like, uh, like whenever you go to school, right? And you see your teachers, like, they don't have a whole lot of freedom. Or, or you go to your your friend's house and their parents work for somebody and they don't have a whole lot of freedom so you get exposed to like the two worlds so i think like that's that's pretty good that like it's a blessing when you're when you're raised in an entrepreneurial family and you get to see that in the beginning yeah and with my with my mother particularly um so she was kind of forced into that role because um she was she wasn't laid off, but it was kind of came down to her having to leave a position she was in and she had um, she had a really good job. And so she didn't know what she was going to do. And so she was a she was actually a counselor for um, for one of the school districts. So she didn't work in the school, but she was like actually worked for the for the district itself. So she oversaw um, a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of people. And so she didn't know what she was gonna do. She was like worried, kind of scared. And um, she's like, I don't know what to do. And so she just tried it. She just ventured out on her own and just saw the potential and made the right connections. And, you know, within 
within a few years, um, she was making more than, she, and, it, and it's not always about the money, but she was making more than she was just being, um, you know, working for the school system. And that when you brought that up about teachers, it just triggered like, well, why did she do that? So it wasn't always like that. She had a, a good, stable a job for many years, and it just came down to where it wasn't the right fit anymore. And she had to part ways, and she was just really worried and scared. And she said, she's like, just jumped into it and, and just, you know, almost times five just created businesses out of out of nowhere. It's like that, uh, the sink or swim, right? Like you get thrown into the water and it's like, <laughs> you got two choices. Either you sink or you, or you don't know how to swim on the spot. Yeah, she, she, oh. she just knew that she was going to, you know, make something of, of nothing and turned it into uh, renting a small little space for her to do one-on-one -on -one counseling into having, um, you know, a pretty, a pretty big facility uh, that we still use, uh, that we still use today. Cool. So like, um, whenever, whenever you, whenever you decided you wanted to do like, you know, an, another business, or once you got older, how did, how did you get into like the restaurant industry or the food industry? So, um, like, like I said, it kind of just began as a side hustle. Um, I actually, the, what I, when I first started, I, I did, um, like cold pressed juices. So I was really into juicing, um, for a while and I saw the benefits of it and I, and I, I was juiced for my family and, choose for friends and then I started having people asking me about it and then you know um, my sister was like well why don't you like why don't you start bottling them and why don't you start offering them and why don't you start like putting them in uh, I started putting them in mason jars and trying like you know market it that way make a few extra bucks here and there um, and then and then at, at a point people were asking me for you know juices and I was like all right that's cool and so people started bringing me like bags and bags of fruits. And I'm like, man, I don't know what to do with all this stuff. Like, I don't know if it's going to taste good. You're just bringing me all the fruits and vegetables that you like. And I'm just going to mix it together. And it's, you know, I don't know. And then my sister kind of pushed me. She said, why don't you make your own? Like, why don't you like the stuff that you like? Why don't you make those and, you know, offer that instead of, you know, people telling you, oh, I want this and I want that. Like, just start it off like that. So I kind of started a little cold press juice business on the side. And then it kind of grew. And then I had uh, my old business partners. Um, they contact. They had. They were start. They were kind of like starting off a little meal prep business, but on the side too. And they contacted me. They're like, "Hey, we want to like partner up together and you know help each other out." And I was like, "Oh yeah, man." They're like, "We have a few clients." Um, they had like I think maybe like five or ten clients at the time that were consistent with ordering. They just wanted to offer something different to them, and so we started from there. And, uh, you know, so it was just a weekend thing. It was just like, okay. And then it started growing and growing. And then like, it took over my whole weekend um, to where, you know, we're like doing, you know, of course with three three minds, uh, you know, coming together, uh, there's a lot of different aspects and we were able to grow exponentially because we had three people working on the same thing. So uh, one of my business partners at the time, he really, at the time he didn't, he didn't really have that much going on. So this, this thing was not a side hustle for him. This was like, I got to make this work. Um, he, he needed some, he needed to, this was the only thing he was doing. So he was the whole week during the week, he was out marketing. He was out looking for clients. He was out, you know, showing people what we, what we had to offer. He was doing whatever it took to make sure that, you know, there was some, some, uh, you know, feet on the floor to try and, to, to try and gain revenue. 
and then uh, me and one of the other business partners, um, the one that came up with all the recipes, he was like, he's an amazing chef. Um, we had, you know, we had our we had our jobs that we were actually still continuing to work, and um, so it just started growing and growing and growing. And at a certain point, well, I had to just I had to just stop working, um, uh, and I, w- I was uh, I was getting paid really well. I had a really good job. Um, is actually when I was working with my mother, and um, so I, I was cutting my hours little by little, little by little, little by little, and uh, you know automating some of the stuff that I was doing there for her business. And when it just started growing exponentially, really quickly, because we grew really fast within within a year, we probably were you know 10 to 20 clients in the beginning to you know making, um, you know probably like a, a thousand items a week. Or maybe more than a thousand, um, and so just being able to to talk business with other people that have the same particular mindset in regards to want it, you know, one of them, one of them had the ideas in regards to recipes because he's an amazing chef. One of them was like had the hustle because he he had to make this work because this was the only thing that was really going on. And um, you know, seeing myself that I had already been exposed to business, um, I just knew. Like combining the three, the three wills and the three hearts, it, it just and the three minds, it just made it exponentially grow really quickly. Um, and so just we, I just found that in restaurants or in food, um, that's something that brings people together, just like music does. So for me, bringing people together and giving them an option and giving them something, um, since I'm into fitness, I'm into health, and that's a, that's an avenue that I can use to affect people positively. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so like since I got into health and fitness too, like I see that that thing, uh, that being a good thing where you can actually see, like see the change, right, that a person makes. Like you can see the before picture and then six months later, a year later, you can see the after picture. And it's like, you're, you're seeing the change. So like, I think that's like a huge, a huge plus, right, in, in like that kind of industry, like the food, the the gym, in this kind of thing where you can actually like see the the and you know they're they're living testimonies right they're never going to shut up about like you helping them or whatever but then feeling good about taking your product and stuff like that yeah and i know that's one thing that that andy talks about is when he has that when he had that aha moment basically when people would come in and say you know he couldn't recognize him so we, yeah. we did we did have that a lot with our previous business um you know people coming in it's like you help me you help me you know lose this much weight you help me stay on track you help me you help motivate me to, to you know I'm, I'm eating right so that means i gotta exercise stuff like that even even with the business we have now i i think of uh, one client that um, so one of our one of our cafes has been open almost three years and i have a, a guy he's he's a banker and um he comes he comes a few times a week and just seeing him transform he's like you know like i know it says like it's it's a healthier option but it actually this actually is a really healthier option for me you know i've lost uh i've lost um 75 pounds i think he told me 75 pounds and it's not just because like he comes here but he, he's he's used what we have to offer to to help him and i'm just like man like that's just seeing him you know every you know the days that he comes in just seeing him and seeing his story because i've seen I, I remember when he first started coming in and he has you know he has his little badge with his picture on it and it doesn't even look like the same guy so seeing stuff yeah. like that just makes just puts a smile on your face yeah dude like 
and, and like it just it, it fires you up you know whenever you see something like that and you're like oh hell yeah dude like i can do this at a fucking like a bigger scale you know and like i, I don't know like just focusing on like little shit like that like besides the money right because the money's not everything like if you just shift your focus and in, in helping people like that like dude you're you're never gonna go out of business pretty much yeah that's that's one thing that like i i'm recently getting more more and more into like the health and fitness right like i just started it about a year ago or so um but i've been like you know like not all the way in like half in half out kind of thing but like in the past few months like just really this year in the past few months like i've been like real dialed in and like i just like that i'm feeling like that like that like i want to help people because like i know the the change that it made for me not like not much physically yet but mentally dude it's been it's been amazing for sure yeah it's it's a it's a it's like a paradigm shift because you see you see what can be done like with your with your body um, in regards to when you, you eat right and you combine that with exercise and then you just see the clarity that you get with your mind as well and you can see like I I know for a long time for me I would hear people say you know the mind-body connection the mind-body connection you need to you know when you're lifting you need to you need to tap into the mind-body connection I'm like yeah that doesn't you know I don't I don't know what that means to me like I don't you know when you're saying focus on these muscles like yeah that doesn't that doesn't chime in but when I started learning more um, about health and wellness and, and eating right and what you put into your body, especially when you know we're doing the meal prep business and the juice bars, and just learning about that and, and seeing how the effect that it has on you know um, your body and your mind, and I was like, oh, I see, I see now what, what people were talking about. Uh, I didn't, I didn't understand it then because I didn't have a full understanding of like how important it is to eat right, how important it is to put the right things in your body. Um, and then you can really focus on, you know, what I still struggle with it. Obviously, like I still struggle with, you know, the mind body connection. I still struggle with, you know, eating right as, as clean as possible for, for my goals. But understanding like that meal that you have is going to affect, you know, the later on um, you tap into your mind, tap into your body. And, and it just it's just amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> one thing one thing, too, there's like it kind of it's it's a i guess it's annoying or it's like a bitch but like i had this the same thing where it's like you exercise and you eat well and you just expect to fucking feel better within a week or two weeks and stuff like that you know like you want the fucking results now and but like you know it's a long-term play right it's a, it's a whole lifestyle it's for the rest of your life but you just like want to feel better now you you want to look way better you know tomorrow and it's like kind of doesn't work like that because like me like i'm the most impatient person i know and but like i gotta catch myself sometimes because i'm like fuck dude like i'm not like where i want to go or where i want to be at you know so i just have to like take everything like you know step by step but i gotta catch myself a lot during during the day and just be like hold on dude <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it is it is a it, it that part is difficult being patient. Um, you know, like my 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 son, he's just started working out a lot recently, and uh, you know he's really excited, and he's just kind of the same like uh, impatient. You know, want you know want that, want this, want that, want that, and then go. You know, son, I've been working out. Like I remember lift. I remember picking up a weight when I was like ten years old, and uh, I'm 38 now, 
and I, I, I just have never been satisfied, which is a good thing. You know, you want to yeah. keep striving. So it, it's almost like business too. So once you level up your business to the next level, you're just like, you're like, okay, I got to get to that next step. I got to get to that next step. I got to get to never satisfied. Like I want more, I want more. And it's not a bad thing to want more. Um, it just having that understanding that you're not going to be complacent, um, with whatever you do, whether it's your fitness, whether it's your health, whether, you know, especially in business, you, you want to get to that next level. You want to get to that next step. You want to strive for more. And, um, I think that's what keeps, you know, especially people, um, like us with that mentality, it keeps us going. It, it gives us that drive. It gives us, you know, that wake up in the morning, get out of bed, you know, I have something to do. I have something to get done. Yeah, dude, that's like a huge that's that's something huge that the listeners can take is like whenever whenever you're starting off your business and you're just like working all the time or you're at the gym all the time and people tell you like yo like slow down like you know what i'm saying like you're you've been doing this for a while like you got to take a break kind of thing but in your mind you know that you're not satisfied so you got to keep working and stuff like you know they they can't let they can't let like these outside people just kind of like you know fuck with your brain you know because if you know that like I guess you're happy with like the progress of doing it every day, right? Like the little things of just you know everything compounding, um, but you know you're not satisfied with how you look, even if you don't look bad. But you know you have a certain goal in mind, and these people just keep like talking shit. Like you can't you can't let them you know affect you. You gotta like you know stay the course. Yeah, and and I mean that's part of that's kind of like you know. None of us want to be average. Well, the, most of society probably wants to be average, but the people that, that we, you know, run in circles with, they, they don't want to be average. So we understand that. And um, you can use that. Like you see, like, you know, the guy saying like, oh, you don't need to go do the extra you know, extra reps. You don't need to do extra abs. You don't need to do the extra call. You don't need to do, you know, that extra job. You don't need to pick up an extra job because, you know, you're already full on this day. But when you have the mentality that like, well, if you want to get to the next level, you have to do those extra steps. Or if you have certain goals, you know, long-term goals, um, like for instance, my, my wife wants to live till she's a hundred or more. And I go, man, that's, that's a long time. Well, <laughs> what do I have to do today? What do I have to do today yeah. to, to make sure that I'm still around, you know, when she wants to be around or what do I have to, I think about like, so I have my, my oldest is 15 and then my youngest is, is one. So it's a big age range. So I yeah. have to think about, um, like right now I can work out with my 15 year old. Well, in, in, you know, 14 years, can I work out with my one year old? You know, I got to think about that. So, uh, I have to make sure that I'm doing today what I want to be doing tomorrow. So it's, it's for my wife, it's for my kids, it's for my family. You know, every, everything that I do is to make sure that we're set up for success. And, you know, just thinking about those little things, um, when, you know, when you're when you're stressed, when you're tired, when you when there's something you don't want to do, you're just like, to me, I tell myself like, well, I gotta catch my wife at 100. I gotta make sure, you know, I don't want to live a life that's where, you know, I'm stagnant, that I can't do anything. Yeah, I'm alive, but like I'm not doing anything. I want to live a vibrant life. So, you know, are you tired right now? No, you're not tired. Like you wanna you wanna catch up to that person that you want to be in the future. So whatever you're doing right now, that's going to be, you know, that's the step you need to take to make sure you're there. Yeah, like it's all like, uh, I think Andy, yeah, Andy says this where it's like what you do like today or tomorrow, you know, like you won't see the results now, you'll see it like 90 days from now or whatever. 
Um, so like you have to think about that long-term thing, right? Like, you know, if I, if I want to live to 102, well, then I got to start eating, eating healthier today. I got to start exercising today. You know, I can't start whenever I'm fucking 40 or 60 or 70 or whatever. Like I got to start now. And, uh, like having that, that motivation dude around you, like the, you know, your wife wants to live to 100, you, you wanting to work out with your, with your youngest whenever whenever they're um, 15 16 like you know just it keeps you going right like for sure like having being having people around you like that yeah it helps it helps keep me focused um helps make sure that you know I, i'm focused on the things that we want as a family that i'm working towards that and they're going to be it's going to be ever changing it's going to be evergreen it's not going to my goals from 5 years ago aren't the same goals i have today because i've either accomplished them or i've i've realigned them or i've readjusted them so if i think about who i was 5 or 10 years ago maybe some of the goals weren't the same and um i it's just always evolving and changing to to make sure that i'm striving for more i don't i don't just stay complacent um i want you know i want at a certain point like if now that i'm thinking about it it made me think about this so at a certain point in my life, um, before we moved to San Antonio, I thought, man, we have a good life. Like, I'm blessed. Like, this is amazing. We're, we're doing so well for ourselves. You know, can it get better? Yes, it can get better. But like, man, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty happy. And it, at that point, I guess I was complacent. Like, I was just complacent thinking, I'm good. I'm good. We're good. Um, and when we decided that we were going to venture out into something else and, you know, I asked my wife, like, I think we're going to do this. What do you think? I don't know. Do you want to move this and that? She's like, yeah, let's move. I go, you drop everything, you know, remove myself from the business we have. Is that successful? You want to move to a new city? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. And I'm like, I go, this is crazy, isn't it? And she's like, it, it is crazy, but I have the confidence in you with whatever, whatever you're going to put your mind to. I know you're going to succeed. Like, I know you're going to help make sure that we succeed. And um, so she's she's in she's in retail. She's a retail store manager. She's like, I can find a position for myself and it's going to be a good position and we're going to be happy. But I know for sure that you're going to make it happen. And her having the confidence in me, knowing that I can just, you know, drop everything and move away, walk away from from a business that's very successful to start something new completely from scratch was just all I needed. I said, okay, we're gonna move the we're gonna move the family to a new city. And when we moved, and the first few months were a struggle because our business wasn't open yet. So I didn't have any revenue. I walked away from the business, you know, uh, with with no, basically nothing. I mean, everything I already had, but I, I uh, there was no buyout. There was there was nothing that was involved that way, which is what I wanted. Um, and I was I was like, man, did I make the right decision? And uh, you know, it took about six months. So for me to realize that it was the best decision I ever made for our lives because the, the life we have gotten had gotten so much better and I couldn't believe it. I remember sitting one day and, and praying and meditating, thinking, I thought my life was good and yeah. it it wasn't what it is now. So what was I thinking? So I just know constantly that it's just going to be ever evolving and hopefully just keep striving for more and just not be complacent. Yeah. Dude, like, yeah, it's crazy. Like when you're in the moment, you're you're like that. You're worried and shit. But you know, once you get past that, you take a step back, and you look, or you stop, you look back, and you're like, shit, dude. Like it's it's been a long as, um, like a, a gap. Like it's been a long as improvement since that time. Like, you, 
you can't like let those like little worries stop you, right? Because if not, like you wouldn't be where you're at, where you are right now. You would have probably been back, back in your hometown, right? Do you, do you? I see, you, I see, I see you at the gym every morning. Do, do you, do you feel like you're pretty disciplined with what you do? You're muted. So, I, I feel, I feel I have to be disciplined. Um, so I'm only disciplined because I have to be, because if I don't put that discipline in myself, the, just the rails come off. Um, it, it is just, it's just telling myself that I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to get up and I'm going to do it. And it's not discipline. Like I know some people talk about being disciplined, um, you know, that, that they have that mindset of being disciplined. I could say, yes, I've developed a mindset of being disciplined, but it's just telling myself that I have to do this. I have to do this because it can go the other way real easily, really easily. Like, um, for instance, um, you know, whenever I'm, whenever I'm not following my nutrition and whenever I decide like, yeah, I'm going to just, you know, I'm just going to lay off for a little bit. Um, I could, I could eat a half a box of donuts with like, no, like not even think about it. My wife's like, yeah, you don't like you could take a bite of a donut and I'm like no nah, I just eat all six of them <laughs> so I know there's people so I think that is discipline where there's someone that can have you know one bite of an Oreo or one cookie and they're like I'm good or you know a bite of a donut or a, like a little scoop of ice cream and they're like no I'm good like that's discipline for me it has to be it has to be structured it has to be like you know what you're not gonna eat donuts you're not gonna eat ice cream you're not gonna eat pizza that's for me that that's how I have to be disciplined because I've seen people where they just take a little bite of a pizza and they're like, I'm good. I don't, that's all I need. And that's not me. So it's just telling myself each morning that, you know, you got to get up. You, you say you want you say this is what you want. You got to go do it. So I've set aside the time to make sure that I wake up early, uh, get in the gym. You know, um, you know, first thing I do when I wake up, I pray, I read the Bible set my intention for the day, do a little bit of meditation and then get, you know, start, start the workout. Um, if anything else, I know that I did something hard. I know I did something hard and the rest of the day is going to be easy um, because I just push myself that much that I'm not going to, that the rest of the day is not going to be as hard as probably that workout was. And so I just set the attention and, and it is, it is the discipline of telling myself that I'm going to do it every day. But it's just telling myself that I'm not gonna, you know, I don't, I don't want to set, I don't want to go back. So let's just say, like, if you do, if one day you just, you know, something like you went out the night before or whatever, and you don't wake up to do your workout, so you're like, oh, fucking off schedule. Because like, what happens with me is like, whenever I wake up, you know, hours later than than I was anticipating, I'm like, oh fuck, you know, and I just like get into this mindset where like, I'm like disappointed in myself you know, for doing that and, and kind of like it just throws my whole day off. So like, what do you do if that happens to you? What do you do like to get back on track either that day? Yeah, well, that day probably better. So uh, getting on track with the gym, like for me, it, it hasn't been the it hasn't been hard because um, I just I probably been working out every day for the last five years. Like it's already a habit. So what's happened to me recently is like on 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 Sundays, um, like Saturdays, I'll stay up a little bit later than I than I normally should. Like we'll watch movies or, you know, just staying up a little bit later with the family than I normally should. And then I have to be up early for church. 
So usually what I was doing is I'll just wake up, uh, wake up at my normal time and and just, you know, work out and then get all my other stuff done. But recently I've been staying in a, a little bit later. I've been having been waking up like at the time I probably should to get a workout in and I've been kind of putting it off and, um, you know, I'm like, oh, I'll just get a workout in during the middle of the day I'll, I'll do it later and you know there was there was some times there where i was really wasn't putting in the work i probably should have been and um i don't, it was my wife or my son that was just like i was like yeah i don't want to work out and they're like i really don't want to do that today i don't and they're they're like well like you're the example and i'm just like dang like they got me like well that's you're the what example do you want to set and I, i'm pretty sure it was my son and my wife's like, yeah, you don't want to go, you don't want to go back. Like, so my son tells me, well, you're the example. And then my wife shoots and is like, well, you don't want to go back, right? You always telling about you don't want to go back. And I'm like, dang, you got me. Like, I just said, boom, let's go. I just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go work out, and I'll be done in less than an hour, and I'll, and we'll get it done. It was middle of the day. We had stuff planned, and I was just like, yeah, I was gonna, we're gonna have to push everything back an hour. And so for me, it's mostly the the, the eating aspect of it. So, man, I love food. And so I can go down a wormhole of like pizza, you know, cake, ice cream, all that, all the good stuff, all that good stuff that that's not good for you. So it, it is a struggle, the food part of it. I just tell myself, just no, no. Like, you know, you know, if you take a little, a little scoop, you know, if you take a little bite, like that thing's just, just going to be gone. So I... And for me, it's just to reset the next day. Like I got a fresh start tomorrow, reset the next day, put yourself back on track. Don't do that again. You know, and I think about like, well, I think about like, why, why'd you eat that? Like, why'd you do that? You know, and some people might say like, oh, it's just a little bit. Oh, you're good. Like you need to. But if I want to be, if I want to be disciplined, then, then I have to say no. Like I have to be like, you know what? It's either, it's either all in or all out. What do you want to be? You want to be halfway in? You want to be halfway out? You want to be in the middle? You want to be average? No, you want to be all in or all out. So I just, that's how I refocus myself. It's just like, it's sometimes just, okay, there's a new day tomorrow. Don't do that again. Think about it. Is that what you want for yourself? And I'm able to just just move forward. And you know, we always have those little setbacks, but just if you think about it and you just don't dwell on it and just tell yourself, like, that's not who you want to be. Um, even as little things is like little, just little tiny things. Like you, you eat a, you eat like a little candy bar or something and you're like, damn, like, why did you, why did you give in? I tell myself, why did you give in? Like you're, you're better. You're better than that. You're stronger than that. Why did you give in? Just let's, let's not do it again. <laughs> dude, yeah, dude, that's, that's something I like, dude, for sure. Cause like lately I've been in a funk with, with sleeping early. Like I just can't fucking sleep, bro. Like, if, I don't know. Like. I've I've always had this fucking struggle, so like that if I don't sleep at the time that I'm supposed to, like it really fucks up my mornings and shit. And like, I'm very bad at at doing what what you do, whereas like you you know you ask yourself these questions like you know like why do you do that you know don't do it again, or or kind of just like realigning my you know my goal and you know who I want to become and stuff like that. So that's something that I got to work on for sure. Yeah, we we have that we have that inner voice, you know. Andy talks about that inner inner bitch voice, you know. Yeah. We have that little voice, um, and so I'll just talk back to it. I just like, you know, it tells you tells you that, oh, you're tired, man. Like you're tired. Like you, you know, 
you don't need to do that extra. And like, I just tell myself, you ain't, bro, you ain't tired. Like, as even <laughs> no matter how tired I am, I just tell myself, you ain't tired. I'm, I'll make you do another round. And like, that little that little bitch just goes away. Like, you're like, dang, this bro is serious. Or just little things, especially like with working out and stuff. Like, I just think, I, I just think when it gets hard, like when it gets really hard, and I don't want to go anymore. If like I'm running a mile or something, and I'm just like, dang, I should take a little little like slow down the trot. I just, I think, I think I go in, I know Andy talks about this. He goes into that dark place and I, I do it. I'm like, bro, like if you had to chase someone down, someone nabs your kids or something, is there any tired? Is there any give up? Is there any no fight? Are you just going to like, dang, no, you're going to go, you're going to go, you're going to go. So, you know, it's just, I know it's, it's, it's crazy to think about, but I just think to myself, you're not going to be tired in that moment. Like not, nothing's going to stop you. So why are you letting yourself stop now? So just, you know, talk back to that little voice that wants you to, you know, eat that cookie or, you know, eat that ice cream or eat the stuff you probably shouldn't eat. Just talk back to it and just like, just you make it go away. Yeah. Dude, like, like there's certain, certain things that, that, uh, like I have more struggle with, like the food. I mean, not, not really, um, if I'm on 75 hard, you know, like I, uh, no problem. Uh, but if I'm not on 75 hard, like just sticking still to the diet, it's like, it's kind of hard. <laughs> but after I have like, say, Wingstop, like, you know, I order some Wingstop, you know, have something like that. After I eat that, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like I eat 10 wings, I'm good. Then I can, you know, like I'm, I'm kind of focused again. Um, but yeah, like it's it's like the workouts, right? Like the I do, I'm starting to do the bicycle. The stationary bicycle for 10 minutes 12 minutes at the beginning of my workouts and do like fucking two minutes in dude my knees like kind of feel like they're gonna just fucking pop <laughs> and i'm like fuck dude like should i slow down or should i like you know take it easy because you know i haven't like this is what my warm-up pretty much but you know i still go hard in it but like should i should i like just stop for a couple seconds or whatever but then i'm like nah dude like i can't like i can't i can't be that bitch you know <laughs> like I gotta I gotta go hard like I'm always talking about you know grinding and doing all this shit and you know I'm over here like you know wanting to stop and shit so like sometimes like I I do need to pu just push myself and have the little talks like with my bitch voice and make sure the boss voice takes over just to push myself through these little workouts and shit like that yeah and th those little tricks that those little tricks they do they do help um they, they do help a lot because you you can go down the the wormhole and and listen to the voice and be like you you know what you're right yeah i deserve this and i deserve that yeah um but you know just combat it that's that's what i tell myself just just combat it and and that's the only way you're going to get through it is you have that little voice and you want to dive into it um you want to dive into the, the the bad nature of it it's like nah um, and it goes the other way too. When, whenever you're, you know, whenever you're like, it, you know, your little voice tells you like, man, you, you come a long way. Um, you don't want to say, nah, nah. You just like, you know what? Yeah. You want to reflect on that too. You want to reflect on the good, the good stuff that your little voice tells you. Um, not just like on the bad stuff that you want to push away. You want to reflect on, you know, yeah, you know what? Sometimes I don't, I don't take a take a step back and see like, Man, I, you know what? You're right. I have I have done well. I have done. I'm not complacent, but you know, I had to tell myself, you know, pat yourself on the back sometimes. Because if you don't pat yourself on the back, no one's gonna do it. Yeah. And like just to just to add on to to that, we what uh like uh, you know patting yourself on the back. 
what I used to do that I just really haven't done lately is like if 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 I don't want to go work out or if I don't want to, you know, do something for work that I got to do, like I I would think to myself like, okay, so you don't want to do this, right? So do you want to be like complacent? Do you want to be average now, or do you want to be like successful down the line? You know, because if you want to be successful down the line, like this is what it takes. Like getting the workout in right now, you know, is gonna is gonna put you in the spot to be successful later on. You know, so like, what is it? You're gonna be successful, or you're gonna be average, and you know, I always go with successful. You know, so then I'll get the I'll get whatever it is I got to do done. So it's something I kind of like I got to do more of, but but yeah, man, as as we're running out of time here, and I I know you got to open up the place. So just to the before I ask you the last question that I have for you, um, just tell the listeners where they can find you, man. Well, you can you can find me all over uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, got TikTok going, Snapchat, all of them. Uh, just Adrian O'Hare, um, mostly active on uh, on Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me, um, and I try and be as active as I can there. That's probably preferred platform. But anywhere that anywhere that most people are, you know, even LinkedIn, I'm on there a little bit too. Um, I'm there. That's awesome, man. So. I'll link over everything, but the last question that that I have for you is like, what, what do you consider one of your biggest breakthrough moments? Man, that's a tough one. Uh, biggest breakthrough moments. Well, I've had there's a there's a lot there's a lot um, there's a lot to that. I think just when I, I really think about this in this moment right now is just understanding that you know it is it is a process with whatever you're doing it is a process of one foot in front of the other and there is time to reflect and look back at where you've been and to see you know the leaps and bounds that you've made and i think just understanding that where you're at now is is not where you want to be but you're working towards that other person you want to be and develop and businesses that you want to be and develop you're working towards that and even even in five years you're going to look back at the person from before and you're going to say wow i'm, I'm not that person i i'm i've grown from that and that guy used to think he knew everything but just understanding that you you don't know you don't know everything you don't know everything and you're 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 gonna continue to be better and work towards being better every single day and that person you were you know five years ago isn't the same person you are today and the person you're going to be in five years isn't going to be the same person you were so just continuing to strive and that was a major breakthrough for me is understanding that yes you you are you are happy you are grateful you are you know blessed in that moment but you have to continue to keep striving and continue to get better and it goes the same for uh, business it goes the same for fitness. It goes the same for your health. It goes the same for your finances. Just ever evolving towards, you know, the greater goal. And that goal is going to continue to change. You're going to continue to level yourself up. Awesome, man. That was, that was legit. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, for sure. You got it. Cool, man. So, well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Thanks for taking time out of your day to, uh, to be on the show and dropping some value. Irvin, it's always the best to connect with you, bro. Oh, yeah, man. Have a good day.
You too. Take care.